Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. I hate doing an intro and my mute is on. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Girl Economist, and we are back with The Outer Limits. The Outer Limits with Jet Blake, and you can find Jet lurking in the Discord. How do you get to the Discord? Well, you need to go to the Rogue News Discord. Just email CJ, CJ at roguenews.com. That is CJ at roguenews.com. Also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. Whether it's you scrumptious treats or delicious vapes, go there. You're going to get the highest quality, highest potency, highest purity over at MyCBDEdibles.com. MyCBDEdibles.com, your place for CBD edible goodness. And also check out NeuroTracker, NeuroTrackerXT.com. The link is all in the description box. NeuroTracker, you train your body, train your brain, take it to the next dimension whether you whether you have somebody who's suffered a vaccine related stroke or something, you need to get their brains back and functioning. Go check out NeuroTracker, amazing, amazing product. Over sixty plus peer reviewed studies, over fifty plus some odd patents. I mean, these guys are the real deal. Holyfield, check them out, NeuroTracker. And with that being said, CJ Jet, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Real well. I'm uh, recuperating. Just had the first ever Jet Blake retreat. Had oh my god! You actually in... took a vacation? No. Well, I guess you could kind of call it a vacation. We had ten people come from all over the uh, country, and we had a uh, basically it was a scientific retreat, a Jet Blake retreat. Nice. And they received uh, very high level intel and a lot of. Uh, Secrets were disclosed as far as our intellectual property on water engineering and electromagnetic frequency. And wow. they're on Discord. Everyone that showed up is a Discord member, Rogue News. And you can ask them how it went. And I told everyone, of course, it, there's probably thinking a lot of exaggeration or hype, which you have a lot you want to create excitement for marketing but i told everyone when they show up it'll be life-changing every single one cj and v said you're absolutely right we thought that maybe you were exaggerating wait to interview these individuals and talk to them on discord and they tell you what happened the last three days oh wow amazing yeah we got to definitely uh Definitely do that. Maybe uh, set up a little uh, roundtable with the, these people that attended this uh, conference and uh, talk about some of the things that uh, you discussed there. Yeah. The ones was, that they're willing to disclose, of course. Yeah, what they're willing to disclose. And um, some have already posted some pictures. There's a absolutely 
beautiful. In fact, this site, people come from all over the world. There are more European and Asian visitors than U.S. citizens. So it's it's highly visited by overseas. It's the uh, 11th largest uh, geological feature, and it is one of the pristine natural energized water sites and they saw it in real time it was videotaped i explained the physics behind it it's just breathtaking now this area it's a state park so it's very pristine it's protected under state but it has a nice walkway and observation decks it's very well done uh, in the state of missouri and it was just breathtaking and we were able to get into the water at the end there's a fence barrier and they let you get into the water beyond that preserved area and uh, they they could, I don't I don't. It's just amazing what, what was explained the physics behind it and what they felt, and then being in the in the water. Yeah, uh, it just yeah, it's interesting to get the individual viewpoints. You know, unsolicited. This these are things that uh, they experienced, and uh, it, it was fantastic. Of course, I'm worn out because we did miles and miles of hiking, natural hiking, because I'm an environmental scientist as well as a chemist. And then we kayaked. We kayaked for several miles, but then I, I showed off my jet-propelled kayak that I created. <laughs> it, 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 when you say jet-propelled, it's basically you with a paddle, right? <laughs> yeah, pun intended. Yeah, I, I had a, uh, I, I, I designed a 3D printed uh, an electric uh, jet propulsion water jet. Oh, nice. Mounted it on the kayak, and uh, it's uh, electric powered with a throttle. And I was just jetting past everyone, horsing around. <laughs> nice it's fun yeah really enjoy well, perfect weather the fall the fall colors the leaves are changing you couldn't th- these are probably the three best days we've had in missouri uh the entire year uh high 70s low 80s oh that's awesome change of the, yeah just and then the, the campsites and the campfire and the s'mores and the and the talks and and i don't want to give it all away but last night uh i showed them not only the manifestation of the 3D pyramid uh, created the dielectric black hole, mm-hmm. but they also saw the early formations, celestial formations of what would create planets. I kid you not. I, I oh, went man, through all this amazing. Physics. I brought it and we had it on the tailgate of a pickup truck and I showed them in real time manipulating <clears throat> the electromagnetic frequencies and what appears and what's interesting is it takes two to three minutes and all of a sudden it instantly appears. So this was all these people saw this live and some had it on their phone videotaping it. Oh, wow, man. That's amazing. I, I wish I wish the two. I'm going to do more if, if the system allows it and, and we're able to travel. I, I hope to do one every season. Like no, let me know. I mean, I, I'd love to. If you I and mean, CJ could come. Yeah, absolutely. Your, your, your a live show from family. There. Yeah, it would. It, and it's so peaceful. The kids love it. There were kids there as well, uh, families, uh, couples. So this is, it's it's a, it's a retreat. It's in nature. It's very uh, inexpensive. A lot of camping and cooking. It's like a, a, an outdoor <laughs> camping trip, a three-day camping trip. But it was oh, nice. It, I have just, a perfect place for one of them, Jet. Whenever you're ready, we can talk offline. But I have a perfect well, sure. location yeah. that I think would be wonderful for that. Uh, yeah. uh, Turkey Run State Park. Uh, beautiful, beautiful yes, trails, beautiful uh, waterways. Uh, that's camping. a beautiful area. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm familiar with it. That would be uh, the equivalent of what we have. Hmm. 
which you just mentioned. They're all yeah. over the world. The problem is you have, I think I mentioned this earlier on other shows. <laughs> I'm not going to mention the names, but there's a there's a major corporation worldwide. You would know it, a food beverage company and a European sovereign fund. They're buying up all these natural energized water sites. The yeah. others were being turned uh, off by UN. Yeah, it's Nestle. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'll, it's your show. So yeah, you make that call. This, this is not a good sign, uh, folks. Because well, the CEO of, of Nestle said it's a privilege for us to drink water, Jad. It's a privilege for us to also breathe. Did you know that? Yeah, and they've siphoned off uh, I, I, the the legalese. Who knows anymore? I, I I don't know. You have and there's some on Discord that are very good in law. Uh, I do not profess to be skilled in that, but. They took is document, I think, over a trillion gallons of Lake Michigan water over to China. And then it was, you know, purified and bottled. And said, I don't even know if how, how can they have the right to take over a trillion gallons of Lake Michigan and then ship it over, uh, filter it. I don't know. Who knows what's going on? But yeah, there's uh water. You know, the Mississippi now is being affected. The waterways are being affected. They're, they're having trouble. This this is huge news. They're having trouble shipping grain. Mississippi, the grain that goes down to Mississippi feeds close to 40 to 60%, depending on the volume of grain, it feeds the Northern Hemisphere. That's the highway. Yep. You can transport that grain on the Mississippi River. You're talking famine conditions. Yeah. I, um, and I mean, you, you talk about that, you got like 20 some odd days of diesel fuel running low. Yes, um, yes. It's asymmetric warfare. They're they're really yes. doing it to us. They're they're putting the screws in, man. They really. Oh, are. I exactly. I, I I don't mean to at all. I don't mean to tease or whatever. It's maybe I should stop saying it, but it it works so well. I said it's so obvious. Stevie Wonder could see it. You know, I use that uh, expression. The the fact that uh, what's going on globally, if someone's not connecting the dots, it's it has to be because they refuse not to. They've created a, a, a paradigm to where they just don't want to deal with truth, with the, the reality that's going. They're like living in denial. But I think that's very dangerous because you have to prepare as far as how to protect your family, uh, yourself, how to protect your business to try to navigate uh, and make strategic decisions for what's coming. That's how I look at it. Are you still there? I'm I'm here. B, you muted? Oh, oh. I was muted. Oh. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if we I got real quiet. I thought, did we lose signal? So what's interesting today, this is going to be very uh, bizarre, but I'll weave a tapestry where it all makes sense. One uh, way to, to start, before I talked a little bit about David Bowie, and it was a very interesting uh, individual, highly uh, popular, long career, and uh, his last album and then that strange video about the the black star but i ha gave cj a clip there was an interesting interview i recommend it's nostalgic but it's it's on youtube and other platforms where 1974 dick cavett so those of you who are kind of young and don't know dick cavett was a talk show Post. He was right up there, and it was a time period where you had uh, Dinah Shore, uh, Mike Douglas, Merv Griffin that had these uh, talk shows. 
And then more recently, there was Phil Donahue and Oprah out of Chicago. And a lot of people remember Oprah. But this is back in the early days, 1974. Dick Cavett, his studio out of New York, had uh, David Bowie. And he sang a couple songs, had his band in the studio. And then they sit down and have a, a chat. What's interesting, the background on this, uh, David Bowie, that the, the career name he selected, because in this interview, Dick Cavett mentions his real name, his real uh, British name. But uh, David Bowie is kind of reserved and on the nervous side. So this is one of the few interviews that he did, especially in the early days. <clears throat> and it um, went well. He, you could tell he was he was a little nervous, uh, David Bowie. Um, but it's interesting to, to watch that. Between his songs and the interview, it's less than 30 minutes. But this particular clip of this interview, the, the first two minutes, he I think he discusses maybe a little bit about his mother. His father had passed away at this time. His mother was still alive, uh, but they had an unusual relationship. And towards the end of the two minutes, notice what he says about black noise. Dean Walker in New York and hard hat says, hey, sweetheart, uh, you know, I, I drive you have New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's <a mistake. laughs> Good idea. Um, what do your parents do for a living? Uh, father's dead and my mother um, has a, a small flat and uh, I think she's got a day job. Does she have trouble explaining you to the neighbors who say, uh, are you any relation to that? Uh, I think she pretends I'm not hers. <laughs> <laughs> now she's, uh, she doesn't talk much. You know, she doesn't, um, I don't think we really, we, we were never that close particularly. We have an understanding. Yeah. It's not true that your real name is Manimsha Spiegel Gas, is it? Yeah. Rumor <laughs> is it really? You didn't want that revealed? Uh, I was waiting for you to reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry if you didn't want that out, but, uh, what is black noise? Black noise? Yeah. Black noise is um, something that Burroughs got very interested in. It's, it's um, yeah, intriguing. Well, no, it's the one facet of black noise is that um, everything, like a glass, if you, phenopolis singer hits a particular note, the vibrations are out of the metabolism crack. of the glass and it cracks it. Yeah? yeah. So black noise is the register within which you can crack a city or people, or um, it's a, a new controlled bomb. It's a, a noise bomb, in fact, which can destroy. Is, there, is, it, is it a real thing? I mean, is it something that's oh, actually is, yeah. somebody's it was, it was experimenting with? in France. Could a tyrant use it to... Uh... Well, until last year, you could buy the patent for it in the French patent office for about um, equivalent to three, four dollars. Uh, it's, uh, it's concentrated... It depends how much money you put into it. I mean, a yeah. small one could probably kill about half the people here, yeah, but a big one could destroy a city, or even more, I mean... This is a... it's a weird idea. It's, it's, it's... Don't look at it's not my idea. No. <laughs> so. well, let's not give the instructions on how to how to do it. Can you recommend a good book to your fans? There you go. That's the section there. Black noise. What is that? Did you sound know? frequencies? You know, it's funny you should bring this up because this morning I was watching on my YouTube shorts as I was getting ready this morning to go to the gym. Um there was a gentleman who was working as a contractor for one of these intelligence companies, and he was in the business of extricating information from quote-unquote terrorists, right? And the, uh, when he first got down to Kandahar, Afghanistan, the question that he was asking one of the CIA operatives there was, 
do you still waterboard? And the CIA guy's like, no, we don't waterboard. We don't can't get any real information from waterboarding. And the, then the guy was like, well, what do you do? You use a uh, sleep deprivation. Uh, and they're like, well, what do you mean sleep deprivation? Do you just like uh, leave the lights on? He goes, no, we have the the uh, the su- the the suspect in a ten by ten room. Uh, we then play the sound of ten thousand rabbits being slaughtered because we have speakers that are built into the walls and that is piped at the maximum volume setting and by the third day the person's cracking is that amazing so now what is this black noise what is this exactly jet yeah so what's interesting is he understood uh, black noise very well and earlier in that interview for the sake of time i didn't play the entire interview, but you can go back. It's archived. Watch the entire interview of that 1974 Dick Cavett show. Because he talks about, uh, he says, well, some accuse you of, you know, being in black magic and uh, sorcery and others, uh, a great musician, uh, an entertainer, an actor. And, and they kind of, he goes, well, which one are you? And he kind of giggles. He goes, well, I'm both, you know, I'm actually both. But uh, he understood the fact and the connections that he had, you have to remember how well connected he was at that time and through, throughout his life. He understood very well black noise and how it worked with the metabolism mm-hmm. of the object, human or non-human. Mm. He, he used his words very carefully and how it's able to influence or crack the mind mm. if, it, if, if it's a human. So uh, they get into a little bit, and then the conversation switches. <clears throat> well, could this be used for a weapon? Yeah, absolutely. And Tesla and others knew this. It can destroy planets. Or he said, remember, if it's small enough, it could kill half the people in that audience in the New York studio. Sure. And he says it's just a matter of how much money you put into it. Well, that patent was available and it was uh, secure, but that technology has continued, but it's been under uh, black projects. So it's the military industrial complex that understands black noise. So it's phantom frequency resonance. And that's what the, this discussion. Phantom frequency resonance. Resonance. Okay. Yes. And that's what the, today's show, this is very bizarre how I'm going to weave this tapestry and explain what's going on to today this will present information and data that's the best I, that i can do i i really keep quiet i i share publicly probably one-tenth of what i know uh i, I do not work f- for these agencies i could but i i didn't i use frequencies for healing or i use frequencies for conditioning that create peace and stimulate growth so we work with plants um the for example the air purification technology Mm. that i've designed and hold on and the water technology the structuring engineering of water sometimes you can google that and people go oh that's hogwash that snake oil doesn't exist yeah okay sure they're not my lab. They don't work with the scientists that I do. But you're always going to have hecklers. The water, the engineering of water and the air purifications 
actually duplicate national Schumann resonance frequencies that nature creates between seven and eight hertz. Okay. You're in an environment. That's what this retreat in real time. These individuals, they will tell they will never forget these three days because they experienced it. And perhaps some of you have as well in these natural water sites. If you're in an environment and you're there for 40 minutes or longer, where there's an emission of ions <clears throat> between high seven and low eight hertz. It absolutely has healing effects. It changes your mood. It sets your metabolism and it gets you in sync. It gets you in a rhythmic sync of nature. And that's when the body performs the best. You have clarity, you have creativity, your metabolism, your digestion system, everything goes in sync. The air purification technologies and the water are exposed and tuned to those frequencies. So when you're, if, if it's a plant consuming the water, any organic or the air purification, you're in an environment where you're taking natural ion distribution centers and it's right there in your presence. And it has phenomenal uh, physical and metaphysical benefits. Plain and simple. Yeah. See, the other route, the other route is chemically induced. It's changing body chemistry and metabolism through a pharmaceutical, an ancient spell and formulation. I'm actually using natural ions, hydrogen and oxygen ions. That's what nature uses. So there's two different mindsets. I'm with the scientific community that's using the natural ion, the energizing of hydrogen and oxygen molecules. The other is chemical spells or chemical formulations to approach an effect i'd rather go the natural way so i'm a scientist devoted that route we're highly outnumbered we're highly outfunded the world has went the other route the ancient pharmaceutical pharmakia egyptian which you know the root word of pharmakia is sorcery basically yes mm -hmm. interesting very interesting so the next video clip CJ is of NASA. Uh, a few shows back, remember I had the recordings of the sun. If any of you have listened to that with headsets of the sun, yeah, it's, it's very therapeutic. Uh, but we had sounds of Saturn, very creepy. And oh my Saturn, God, sounds of Saturn was it was incredibly creepy. Yeah, it's a broadcast station. It, it uses its moons as an amplifier. The Saturn network Saturn network is very unusual just to put it politely it's very unusual well david bowie knew very very had knowledge of saturn and the uh musical tones so he he was very bright in the octaves and tonalities of music so you could say he was a musical genius i don't have that skill set i'm not saying he, he's evil either don't don't take that wrong it's extremely popular and look at his success rate but we're dealing with an individual who has this knowledge and um, this tone which is interesting it, it was uh, amplified and same thing they did with the sun and saturn but notice uh the recording of a black hole are you aware that dave recorded the sound of a black hole so uh let's no you, i'd love to hear that yeah so if, uh, based on the volume if you want to play that one minute clip
Wow, I'm feeling nauseous just listening to it. It's similar to Saturn's. Similar, but not quite the same. Interesting. Wow, man. So uh, now, now we we listen to these frequencies and we break them down and then we expose them uh, to, to water. So the black the black hole is different than Saturn and it has uh, different effects on carbon, oxygen, and hydrogen molecules. That's yeah. It's science that we don't talk about uh, and uh, because there's a war there's a there's a war going on of the mind there's a war going on over human consciousness and uh i would say we're the good guys we're highly outnumbered outfunded but we do not want to speak publicly uh for that reason we have a hard enough time but um that tonality this is important because i'm going to give you a history of a particular company people probably aren't aware of except for a few and um i will relate this to a recent article that i can have cj pop up not now but when i call for it about the snow crabs for the first time ever they've canceled the fishing the fishery of the bering sea of snow crabs Remember, I think it was maybe Discover Channel that had yeah. a popular show, The Most Dangerous Catch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Dangerous Catch. Dangerous Catch, and you had Mike Rowe that had featured that. Very interesting show, the sea captains and how dangerous that work is and the college students, and they work real hard, but if they, if they hit it right, they could have a six-figure season within, what, six weeks, something like that. But you could also lose your life, so... Very interesting show and popular. I think it's sexist because there's not enough women on those boats. Yeah. Man, that's hard work. Boy, that documentary. Those it's totally sexist. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm against it 100%. You know, Chad, I, it need, there needs to be more representation. I'd like to see some women on there. Maybe, you know, especially some young gal who's about 100 pounds, fresh out of uh, college. I'd like to see her on one of those. Uh, uh, you should show how... how you know, women are just right there, you know? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. un un unbelievable. Yeah, what, uh, the, what people go through to earn a living and a lot, a lot of the hazards and the bravery. You have to be oh, brave yeah. when you're uh, deep sea welding or some of these uh, mining deep down in shafts or in the Bering Sea uh, where they risk their life to, to create a product or, or raw resources so that we can have – certain comforts and we just we forget about that so there's a lot of uh, i have a lot of respect and appreciation for these uh hazardous jobs and what uh men go through mostly men as you're being funny which is true that go through just so that we can have uh just so i could dip some crab into a into a little a, a ramekin of butter jet yes <laughs> exactly you gotta think about that man so that i'm gonna bring this i feel bad now I've got the, hopefully I can do this in 30 minutes. So I'm going to hustle. Hustle. Okay. Have, how many people, you don't have to answer this, but not too many people are aware of the Palo Alto Research Center. Yeah. Park. P-A-R-C. Yep. Palo Alto Research Center. I'm familiar with them. 
Well, uh, those of you who aren't, have you heard of a company called Xerox? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Xerox. Okay, well, this is the same same company. And I have extremely close ties uh, to Xerox and Park. Well, it was formed in 1970. Xerox Corporation assembles a team of world-class experts in information, physical science, becoming known as the Architects of Information. And you have the birth of the Palo Alto Research Center Park. Well, what what are some of the things that Park has accomplished? Amazing. Uh, An uh, entire show could just be based on this. But for sake of time, let me just zip through some highlights. 1971, the laser printer. Uh, you have uh, 1973, you have the PC Windows. You know, it was, you know, it was Xerox that invented Windows and the icons, not Microsoft. Not that, uh, you know, corporate uh, pirate named yeah. uh, Billy Boy Gates. Oh, unbelievable. And you wouldn't believe how much money, uh, again, the legalese, how much Microsoft's had to pay uh, Xerox and Park for uh, theft and infringements. And it's just a, a, been a legal heyday for 30, 40 years. Uh, 1973, the Ethernet. Ever hear of the Ethernet? Invented yep. by Park, uh, Xerox. How about, mm-hmm. how about uh, computer animation? Uh, anyone go to a, a motion picture, computer animated, uh, or video games? Guess yeah. who invented that? 1973, Super Paint Frame Buffer Park, Xerox, invented computer animation. Well, let's uh, zip down to 1975, Graphic User Interface, GUI. So they're the ones that debuted GUI with the icon pops up where you point and click. Just like every Apple or Microsoft-based computer today are using GUI invented by Xerox and Park. GUI, graphical user interface, yeah. 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 How about uh, 1975 or 1979? Is it amazing, right? This is the actual source of your Macintosh OS and your Windows OS. It was both of them. It was both Steve Jobs and Billy Boy Gates that was trying to get their hands on, on Xerox's operating system. Yep, Xerox invented it. And yep. uh, I know this firsthand. I'm not going to get into details at this, the highest level, period. And uh, I can tell you so much about this. 1979, natural language processing. How about another name for it? You ever hear, heard of spell check? Yeah. That's them. All right. 1980, optical storage. Yep. Them, they invented it. Okay, 1980. That's your CDs and your uh, disk drives. Yeah, yeah, CD disk drives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have fiber optics. Ever hear yep. fiber optic cable? Guess who invented it? Parks. That's All amazing. Right? So we, we, uh, let's keep going down here for the sake of time. Uh, Multi beam lasers, 1986. Mm-hmm. The multilingual Unicode computing system of '87. We go down to uh, 1989, information visualization. Ever hear of virtual reality in 3D? Yep. They invented it. 1989. Same uh, parks, Xerox. So we go to uh, 1992. You hear about CERN and the internet. It's 1980, uh, 1992 that Xerox and Park 
in conjunction with CERN, but it was Xerox and Park that came up with the HTTP protocol and mm -hmm. uh, protocol that designed the World Wide Web. The, the that is the protocol, the hypertext transport protocol. Yep. 1997, they were the first ones to come up with the blue laser. Traditionally, there was the green and red laser, the infrared lasers. They came up with soft blue, which reduced the wavelength and was able to maximize high-speed printing. Uh, so this is something very interesting. In 2000, it came up with electronic reusable paper. It's a thin, flexible, portable document display technology. It looks and feels like paper. However, it can display different texts and graphics when an electric charge is applied to it. Wow. Okay, here's what's here's some interesting. We're starting to get into interesting stuff. So the kind of like from this point on, there should be either goosebumps or your hair will start to rise in the last 30 minutes of this Outer Limits show. A thin, flexible, portable document display looks and feels like paper. It can display different text and graphics when electric charge is applied to it. How come we don't have that in stores today? Where'd that technology go? This is brilliant technology. Yeah, they shelved it. Well, let me give you just a very interesting commercial application. How would you like to have a wallpaper in your home or office? And based on electrical signals, that wallpaper displays different scenes and rotates. So you could have a wall that has a waterfall in Hawaii and then fall leaves like here in the Midwest or out or out east. Or it, it displays oceans lapping on an ocean. Wouldn't you like to have that in your house? Maybe your master bedroom, living room or in your office mm, where your yeah. wall comes alive with this elect, electronic reusable wallpaper? I mean, interior decorators, architects, schools, teachers could use it. Schools, <laughs> universities, it'd be off... Where is it? It was taken underground. I'll tell you, that's where it was. The technology is phenomenal, but it's not for you and I. They have other uses for it, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay, so we'll zip down to uh, 2001, biomedical systems. Hmm. So they were able to come up with a way that they can scan blood. Scanning blood. Scanning blood. 1,000 times faster than the automated digital microscopy that had been used for decades, thousand times faster, 2001, scanning blood. Then we have in 2000, going down, so many accomplishments, 2010, you ever hear of cloud stored in the cloud? Yeah. Cloud memory? Mm -hmm. They invented it. 2010, Park spins out the power cloud systems. That's them, the cloud. Then the last of public notice, it stops at 2017 when Park spins off MetaWave. It, MetaWave is a technology solution based on engineered metamaterials and artificial intelligence. It's in conjunction with smart <clears throat> beam steering antenna technology 5g 
beam forming technology. Do you know what that is? Repeat that again. Smart. Smart beam steering. 5G beam forming technology. I would have to say it's some sort of a communication slash energy weapon. Well, the, the 5G system that all the phones and telecommunications, they invented it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 5G. Hmm. So beamforming is the application of multiple radiating elements transmitting the same signal at an identical wavelength and identical phase. When combined to create a single antenna with a longer, more targeted stream, which is formed by reinforcing the waves in a specific direction. Beamforming technology. That's how your 5 and 6G system works. They invented it. Okay. Put this put this in now. Hopefully, maybe you're taking notes. If not, you can rewatch this. Makes it look like my shows are more popular if people watch it two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> they are popular. So um, this and this is available on the internet if you look at Xerox and Parks History. These guys aren't stupid at all. Highly under, underrated. We hear about Apple, as you mentioned, uh, CJ and V, Microsoft, Apple. No, these are the real guys. Almost everything in Silicon Valley, every they invented it. The brightest minds in electronics and in, in communication and wave function, wave phase, and wave form, it's this institution. They're the best of the best. Hmm. Well, their website, nothing shows up since 2017. This is 2022. Right. October of 22. Would they go out of business? What have they been doing since 2017 and 2020? Why are there no updates on their website? Five years? Five years. They haven't. This group? Yeah, the guy, the guy, and these are the real mavens of Silicon Valley. And for them all of a sudden to go silent, like what's going on? Okay, so <clears throat> here's, here's where this starts to come together. Pop up the Guardian article about the snow crabs. There's a lot of articles. I just picked this one. It was on there. Did you get, the, yeah. You can let it wasn't uh it's recent, man. I don't, I don't you gotta know. be kidding me. There's snow crabs are disappearing. 90% reduction, I believe. Okay. What the bloody hell, man? In 2018, in 2018, there were 11.7 billion snow crabs, and this is in the Barian Sea. This is the primary fishery. If you look up Barian Sea, that's between the Russia and Alaska. Right, right the Bering Sea, right. So you have Vancouver, Canada, Alaska, you have uh, Russia, and uh, it's it's the Bering Sea where you have the uh, United States, you have the Alaska and Russian border. Right. So in aviation, when you're flying up there, which a lot of American pilots, uh, and my, my son's wanting to do that for a living, he knows a lot of the pilots, he's in aviation. It's a very interesting job because uh, you're right on the border. And if, if you are 
literally one mile across the border, MIGs come. And a lot of the pilots, uh, what's interesting, a lot of the, the, the um, charter pilots, because up there in, in, in Alaska, do you know, like 90% of the traffic is airplanes, <laughs> not cars. You have, you have to have an airplane in, in Alaska. You yeah, absolutely. Maybe the, the floats, so you land on the water or skis <clears throat> for the w- winter time. What's interesting is the pilots, the, the U.S. pilots, get to know the, the Russian MiG pilots uh, all, all the time. So it's 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 a it's a friendly it's always been very friendly uh event because it's very easy for the gps to be off by one mile right and then the migs are scrambled and then they they see each other they wave in the cockpit and then they, they know to you know get back over in u.s airspace they don't shoot them down or anything but they get to know each other they under they see in the cockpit and the planes because there they're uh, you know, a lot of high school kids in Alaska, they'll hop on a plane for a basketball game or a, a hockey game. Yeah. And then, uh, there's daily deliveries of medicines and foods. You have to have a- aviation. It's, it's very popular. Right, it's a vital thing. But uh, the, so the Bering Sea is th- that region. Yeah, it's a very active region. Very, very, very active. And the, the sea is cold, cold as all get out. Because yeah, it's, it's brutal. It averages between, uh, it's just just right at freezing. So it's around 33 degrees to 41. So it's 41 degrees uh, south when you get below Vancouver, Canada. And then you're starting to approach uh, Washington, Oregon, Washington. But when you get where Alaska and, and Russia share the airspace, that thin line, it's it's 33 degrees. Well, snow crabs love, that's why they're called snow crabs. They love water that's around cold. 34 degrees. Yeah. I mean, to them, that's the, the sweet spot. Well, in 2018, there was 11.7 billion snow crabs. There's 1.9 billion. As CJ, 90% drop. What the hell's happening? 90%? Where are they? First time ever in the history of recorded history, 200 plus years, uh, there is no snow crab season. That's that's a, that's a man, it's a bulk billion, Bro, billion, you, billion dollar industry. You How many families me. rely on that? And then, of course, your restaurants, your four or five star restaurants. This is high dollar, uh, delicious, as you said, with the hot butter and so forth. Big, big dollar. And a lot of times you go to restaurants, it says market price. Yeah. If, if you go to order the, None. There's going to be zero. None. Zero. None. First first time ever. What the hell's happening? This is major. Well, the powers to be of the media go, wow, this is, you know, global warming. This you know, is climate change. climate change. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, you know, you're going to get all that. You're going to get that spin. That's that's to be expected. Of course. That's No, that's not the real story. So, so what, what's causing this collapse? Here we go. This this is this is why you listen to this show because this will be nowhere, absolutely nowhere, worldwide or on any internet. You're going to hear it for the first time today, October 24th. Are you ready? Mm. Since 2017, where there hasn't been any updates on Park. A well-known, high-dollar recruiting 
facility for Silicon Valley technical professionals mm. <clears throat> had discussed the fact that since 2017, his number one client, number one customer client, have been hired by Palo Alto Research Center since 2017 to hire the world's most advanced, highly educated, highly skilled computer scientists who specialize in designing, operating hardware, software for oceanic temperature sensoring and reading devices. Okay. Let me repeat that. Since 2017, Park, using this highly advanced recruiting office of Silicon Valley, mm -hmm. been scouting the world and hiring the brightest and best and extremely expensive computer scientists and engineers who specialize in designing, operating hardware software of oceanic temperature sensoring reading devices. Okay. So they've hired since 2017. Uh, they are trying to deploy a ocean temperature reading uh, instrument, right? Yes. Why would they do that? Is it because the, the ocean currents is a change to the, uh, the Pacific currents? It's the black star, I keep telling you guys, that exists. You'll never hear this and you'll get mocked. All right, so Look, Jack, connect us, connect us to the Black Star in, in, in this correlation with the crabs. Yes, so what's what's happened is that sound, if, if you go back, CJ, are you available to, to go back uh, and just play 20 seconds of the Black Star NASA video? Yeah, give me one second. Just 20, hopefully you still have that available. Yeah, I have it right here. 20 seconds will work. This is the black hole, right? All right. You, you, you can kill it right there. I'm getting nauseous again. Ugh. Okay. The black star and the black frequencies that David Bowie had referred to when he said, if you, uh, when he pointed to the glass on the table, if you match the metabolism of the glass, you'll shatter the glass. And he talked about the instrument where if it got into the wrong hands, you could destroy a city, you could destroy planets. Yeah. And then the conversation quickly changed, which was interesting because when Dick Cavett asked that member, David Bowie goes, why'd you ask me that question? And his mm. facial expression changed. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> what happens is the black star, the reason why I call it the black star is it's undetected. You can't see it with visible telescopes x-ray radio it comes in stealth it's undetected because it doesn't manifest in the regular electromagnetic frequency spectrum that we're accustomed to and that physics is accustomed to based on what comes out of our sun this this was most solar systems have dual star systems ours is no different this black star is older. It's the older sister or older brother of our sun, but it's in a black star category. So it's emitting an electromagnetic frequency signature very similar to that black star that you heard. 
It's it's a unknown electromagnetic frequency that instrumentation doesn't pick up. Instruments haven't been designed yet to pick up the emission of black stars. They're just now starting to, through advanced computer programming, get audibles of a black star or a black hole. This is a black star. The black star entered our solar system in 2004. Supercomputers around 1980-81 had calculated through the military-industrial complex. They knew that not only does a black star exist, they knew it was inbound through supercomputers and calculations. Since the 80s, they more than 4,000% increased underground construction and facilities. Yeah, the dumbs. The, all nations. Hmm. Back then, it was the Soviet Union, remember? Yeah. Okay, they all, they all have. Because it made electromagnetic portal connection December 24th, 2004. And that's what triggered that tsunami, killed over 350, 370,000 individuals in Indonesia. That's when it got close enough in our inner solar system. It made it grounded. Since then, this black star has been sending an frequency very similar to the black star that we played twice now. Hmm. It's, it's a far left electromagnetic signature. Our sun <clears throat> does not send this signature, but the black star does. It's affecting all planets. Inner planets and outer planets. It affects the inner planets the most. Jupiter uh, is the transition. Jupiter, for many years, acted as a buffer for the interior planets. But the way the orbitals are taking place, Ju Jupiter is getting what we would consider out of position. And it won't be in a position to protect the inner planets like it had been for many years. What happens is the sound, the electromagnetic energy at the far left of the spectrum, which is undetected, that energy is being absorbed in the cores of planets. The Earth has been receiving this since 2004. It's changing the inner physics of the different types of magmas hmm. that exist outside the core. There's, there's inner magma, there's, there's transition zones, and there's a rocky-type magma that continents float on. Yeah. Okay. Your, your major, um, major uh, continental shelves in the, the Bering Sea that separate uh, that small gap between today, Russia, and, and Alaska is you have the Eurasia plate and the America plate. Mm -hmm. They meet right there. And you have that ring of fire, the Pacific Rim, the ring of fire, because you have multiple continental plates that meet there. As this black star affects these planets, the energy is being absorbed by the core. The core is, is becoming active, and it's radiating heat <clears throat> up the magma. And picture an old 70s lava lamp. Yeah. You remember that? In, in, in fact, if, if you get a working 70s era lava lamp, they're, they're sure. plus dollars. There's a huge collector item. Well, what happens when you turn it on? You got the light bulb on the bottom, and it takes a while for 
the water uh, and the gel to, to heat up. But once it does, then the lava starts, the blob starts rising to the top and then sinking and rising. They're pretty to look at. I, I guess that's back when you um, had Woodstock and stuff like that. And you would maybe listen to your Pink Floyd album or Led Zeppelin and just mellow out looking at the, the lava lamp. Well, that's what's happening is the Earth's core is heating up like the light bulb in the bottom of a lava lamp. And it's heating up the different viscosities, the different levels of magma, and then it starts creating movement. And you start creating blobs that move up. As you have this uh, activity, what's happening is the rocky magma that our continents float on starts to get displaced. It starts mm -hmm. The Earth is getting ready to expand. So where all the different various continental plates meet, they are unzippering or they're becoming disconnected because it's getting ready to blow up like a balloon. Pick, picture a balloon. You, you take a balloon and you blow up, blow it up, uh, a round balloon to half of its capacity and then kind of hold the seal the bottom so the air doesn't leak out and put some plaster Paris on it. And let it dry a thin layer of plaster Paris and let it dry on the balloon. Then go back and resume blowing up the balloon. What happens to the plaster Paris? It'll break apart, and the balloon will expand, but the plaster Paris will still be on there, but it'll separate, right? Yeah. That's what the continental crust, they're going to they're gonna separate and expand. What happens is they know, the military-industrial complex, they know, that's why the brightest minds of Park hire these because they have sensors all over the world's Earth's oceans. And they're monitoring the temperature change. And they're getting real-time data as to when this thing's going to pop. And when they need to go to their underground bases. The Earth is going to be terraformed. It's never going to be the same after this event. It was terraformed uh, every time there's events when this black star enters and leaves our solar system. It has various effects. But it's due to the solar system harmonics. When it does come and go, uh, different ancient texts mention maybe it's ever 3,600, some say 40, whatever. It, it don't need to get into the minutiae there, and I don't need to get in debates. I'm too busy in the lab, and we, we have an agenda trying to save uh, mankind that's organic and spiritual, which is, to me, I think 3,000 people left on this planet. But anyway... I don't have time to get in debates and nitpick. Well, it's 3,600 years. This one says 40, whatever it is. But it's 3,600, 4,100 years, whenever it comes and goes. Well, it doesn't always have the same effect because you have mm -hmm. solar system harmonics. Where's the Earth at the time that it exits our inner solar system? Where's Understood. the pattern? So, Jed, let me ask you this. What is it doing now? What is it doing in terms of uh, this time around that it did not do before? Because, uh, you know, obviously, if this is coming on every 3,600 years or so, uh, it's not affecting the Earth every single time on its elliptical tra uh, trajectory. What is it doing to us right now? This one, the Earth is going to get larger. Okay. Now, I've heard other scientists talk about this as well, right? So gonna, yeah, so new land masses are going to appear. So yeah. new land masses will rise that aren't here now. And some land masses, unfortunately, like a lot of the West Coast, will be underwater and they'll, they'll become a shallow. So, so my dream of getting a California beachfront property is not going to happen is what you're saying. Or if you do, you need to buy it in Eastern uh, Utah or parts of Colorado, and then that'll be, 
<laughs> yeah. So, and a lot of uh, a lot of Europe will will be under on, under water, but new land masses, a large land mass. This it gets so bizarre. Uh, it this this the honest to God's truth is a new land mass will appear, but what'll be is it'll be a land mass that the ancients used to talk about Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, and that's that uh, parts of it is that Bermuda Triangle uh, area, but that's that's shallow when you get into the Bahamas and that, but that that will come back up again, and be above sea level. Well, you know that there there's some bizarre people in in Hollywood and uh, CEOs. There's bizarre people in Hollywood. There that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there's 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 a whole uh, a group of yeah. Atlanteans where they've already claimed jurisdiction uh, mm-hmm. of that area, yeah. and and there's uh, there's journalists who do, do do research, and even individuals like Colonel Sanders, remember Kentucky Fried Chicken? Sure. And his wife and his son-in-law were involved, and in, uh, Jacques Cousteau. A lot of these people were involved in surveying and mapping. And uh, there are ancient pyramids that were found that are underwater, and and there's uh, retrieval of artifacts, and uh, it's you, you just can't willy nilly go there; you'll be shushed <laughs> off. Uh, mm-hmm. So th- there's there's some bizarre, but that's because the the Earth is going to be reconfigured, and will be uh, will expand. So new land masses appear, and others uh, current land masses will be at the bottom of the seashore because the rocky type magma that's supporting them now will be displaced by these magma plumes, mag, magma plume, plumes, plumes. And uh, that's because it's this like this lava lamp motion caused by this black star. And the black star takes about 20 years. Hmm. It takes 20 years for it to slowly with that sound, electromagnetic frequency, uh, which David Bowie hinted to when he talked about this black sound and the, the black phantom harmonics actually does exist. And that uh, energy, it takes 20 years to affect a planet. Well, in geological terms, that's super quick. So let me ask you this. What are, we only have like two minutes left and we'll oh, okay. continue this on the other side of uh, next week. Sure. Um, what are some of the safe places in the world to get to, to avoid this upheaval? Yeah, there's uh, absolutely safe. So in the, the the safest place in the northern hemisphere is it's where I located because I had this information and I located here many years ago. So have ex-military and other scientists. This would be the Ozark Mountain Range to east of the Rocky Mountains. So basically uh for all intents and purposes let's say from kansas city missouri Mm. to denver colorado to north and south dakota nebraska oklahoma northern texas eastern arkansas eastern missouri like kansas city higher elevation though right pretty obviously flagstaff arizona you know what what about what about the southern hemisphere chat uh, the, the the southern hemisphere, the safest spot in the southern hemisphere is the Andes Mountains, and it's the East Andes, so it'd be the Argentine side. What about what about outside of the Western Hemisphere? I'm talking about like let's just say the the Southern Hemisphere, like countries that are in the global South, like places in Africa and Asia and things of that sort, Middle East. 
there's very few safe spots. Uh, there's they're only, low. They're low. They'll get wiped there's only out. about 20 percent of Africa. Uh, the Middle East is not looking good, and, and uh, a lot of China will be uh, underwater, except for the high mountain range. What if I was in the Burj? What it was? What if I was on the one hundred and nineteenth floor of the Burj Khalifa in Dubai? <laughs> Probably that. Maybe that's why they have that because that would that would still be above water. Yeah, good, this is good to know. This is good. To yeah. Know. So I, there, there's already. there's some maps. Maybe next week I can give you maps based on. U.S. Navy calculations. They probably had access to the supercomputer. Yeah. So the, here's here's the thing, because we we could talk more. And we're, we're yeah, we got we got to continue this on the But go ahead, say your closing thoughts, and we got to close out. Clothing th- thing. What they what they done these supercomputers? All they can do the military industrial complex with all these underground facilities. All they can do is map and predict. Hopefully, with 80 percent accuracy where the safe spots are and where they've located these underground facilities. And they had crossed their fingers and hope that the calculations are right. So these are guesstimates. So maybe next week I could get yeah. some of these maps available of what the guesstimates are, but absolutely uh, in North America, in the Northern hemisphere, what I told you hands down is the, the, the American tectonic plate in the thickest and most sustainable uh, over several Black Star Pass is exactly where I moved. And there, let me tell you, there's some high-level intelligentsia that also moved, also moved there. Um, All right, so then we need to move over there. Then what we need to do is figure out how to kill this high-level intelligentsia and probably eat them for lunch. A lot of dyma- dynamic. Uh, man, I wish you were here. The, the this three day retreat. We talked about all of this, and uh, it's it's very difficult to talk. Well, next time, give me a heads up, Jet. Okay. <laughs> well, I want you, the two of you and others, because another one's coming this winter. We got some people from Canada that can finally leave. They're coming. We're having one oh, between God. the Christmas, New Year's, and then there'll be one in spring. But yeah, well, I'll keep in touch with you and see when you. Yeah, guys yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, gotta do it. Jet, thank you, man. You left us on a hell of a cliffhanger. Again, folks, next week, Outer Limits, Jet Blake, the Dark Star, Global Upheaval, it's on. Be here or be nowhere. CJ, take it away. Harley Schlanger is next.